Hey everybody, the Complex PTSD guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist, I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I wanted to share something that I sort of sparked my interest after I did the last couple of episodes, um, and I discussed, you know, history and things, and um, war and trauma and all this stuff. Um, I think what I might do, and I might do this. I don't know if I will yet, but it's just something that really sparked my interest to do, um, particularly from my own experiences growing up and have, being in public education and then going to a private college and seeing the differences between the two and going to like a community college before that and also going to a trade school, which I studied massage therapy. Um, and I, I do that as well. Um, I thought about maybe starting a separate podcast um, because I still want to kind of keep this one here, but starting a separate podcast, um, and I don't know what I would title it, but it would be something along the lines of the history you didn't get in high school or the unfiltered history teacher or, you know, the politically correct history teacher. I I probably wouldn't use that one. Um, That would be too to like, I would probably draw the wrong crowd for that because I would want to stick to history and not being politically incorrect or anything. Um, But something along the lines of um, learning when you've been through trauma and how to learn different subject matters differently, particularly I would focus in on history and probably philosophy because those were, that was my major when I got my bachelor and I almost minored in philosophy. Um, And one reason I don't do ads on this podcast, The Complex PTSD Guy, I personally, it's this is my own opinion, is it feels immoral. And a lot of what you learn about in philosophy is morals and immorality and morality and what is moral. Um, So maybe I learned it from that. I don't know. But it just feels odd to profit off of talking about like my own mental health. I don't know why I feel that way, but I do. That's just how I feel. But now if I did a podcast about history, I would totally put ads on there and I would make money off of it. And that would be a separate side job. So for me, this podcast, like I've said numerous times, the complex PTSD guy, this is like a diary and you guys are literally reading my diary. It's a, a a primary resource that you can stick in the archive someday. Um, So this is kind of a, in my view, a unique platform that I have here in regards to this particular podcast. But if I did a history podcast, um, yeah, I would make money off off, off of that because I would be, be doing research before I discuss certain subject matter. And even though I do research for this podcast in relation to mental health, um, the research that I'd be doing for history, I, I see that differently because that's a, a something you study in school. Like it's... Um, a different thing. So like a teacher, you know, teachers get paid for the work they do. Um, you know, I would be, that would be different on this platform, the complex PTSD guy. I'm literally just kind of on a soapbox. Like I'm, I'm just talking about my thoughts, my feelings, my own views. You know, I'm not a doctor. That's one reason. Another reason I don't think that I should profit off of this particular podcast because I'm not a doctor. You know, I'm just sharing myself. Um, But yeah, since I do have my degree in history, um, and I could technically be a history teacher, 
Uh, I almost taught a class, but nobody signed up for it. I was going to teach the Underground Railroad in Morgan County, Illinois. Um, but I, I would think that that could be a really interesting avenue for me. So I'm going to look into, you know, starting it up the right way, making sure I really understand the ad process, the tax process at tax time. Um, so I'm going to look into it. I wouldn't start it until after the new year because of tax reasons. Um, but yeah, something along the lines of the history you didn't get in high school, um, what a history major knows once you graduate college, you know, stuff like that. Um, the politics of working in history and why I'm not a traditional history teacher. That would be maybe something, although I don't want to use the word politics, but politics is a huge part of any job you get, almost any job you get in history, unless you're a volunteer. Um, that's one reason I, I didn't want to be a history teacher unless I did a community enrichment program at a local community college like I was going to do. It was just a six-week class, and I basically had free reign to teach it how I would want to. So I would be very much like a dead poet society type teacher, like the movie with Robin Williams. Um, he was very much outside the box. You know, the administrators, the uh, president, whoever it was of that college didn't like him in that movie, Dead Poet Society. Um, but I would be very much in that realm, but I'd also be focused in on, um, ways for people who struggle with learning to learn better. That would be a key theme within the realm of what I would teach on a history podcast. Um, people who are struggling with learning, um, and particularly people who come from trauma. Um, so I just wanted to mention that cause I, I never really thought of it until I talked about this as the Israeli stuff and the French Revolution and um, the book, the novel um, Animal Farm by George Orwell. Um, you know, I, I've talked before about how I wrote a play um, and we produced it and everything. And I still don't have a copyright for that. But um, writing and poetry, like I told you guys, I'm writing those poems for the Watercolor Society um, art gallery that we're going to read November 1st. Writing is a big part, I think, of um, almost like uh, if you struggle with learning, I feel like you can almost re-educate yourself or come out of a, a stunted growth by writing. Um, so I would share things like that too. Um, but anyway, yeah, I just wanted to share that really quick because I was like, man, that's a great idea. I don't know if there are any. There used to be a show on TV called Drunk History, which I thought was really cool. And the people would be supposedly allegedly the hosts and the people they're interviewing they would like do reenactments and they're supposed to be tipsy so like you're watching these drunken characters reenact history and they would show you like the backstory of aspects of history and i love that um because that's the type of stuff i'm into what's the backstory like i don't want names dates all that boring stuff that you do in a multiple choice quiz i want the backstory why is this happening explain where this comes from you know, explain the significance of the rifled musket in the U.S. Civil War. You know, explain the significance of religious movements that led up to, you know, emancipating slaves in the U.S. Civil War. Because that's what I studied. Um, you know, it's there's a lot more that goes into all this than just this person became president and they were assassinated on this day. You know, tell me the backstory of like Lee Harvey Oswald. You know, you rarely hear about that. Tell me about the Spanish Civil War. 
and its significance. I never hear anybody talk about the Spanish Civil War, and it was a huge deal. Um, like I said, uh, you know, Ernest Hemingway was in that. It impacted his whole view moving forward, um, and his support for you know Fidel Castro, who was a, a dictator. Um, but it was his anti-fascism that led him kind of in that route, you know. Um, and I don't know if he ever knew that Fidel was a cash or Fidel was a dictator. I have no idea if he knew that. Um, I'd have to look into that. That'd be something I would research. But like George Orwell, he also was in the Spanish Civil War. Um, one was a reporter, and I think Orwell fought in it, whereas Herming or Hemingway was a reporter. But like, there's so much that comes out of that one thing: the poets that were in it, the writers, um, all the things happening in the Spanish Civil War. And you never hear anything about it. You always hear like what happens kind of after, because it sort of sucks all the attention out of the room. Like the guy that I wrote and presented a paper on, um, his name was Elihu Wolcott, and I think he is the the root of what would become the Party of Abraham Lincoln. But hardly anybody knows anything about him except for he was the chief conductor of the Underground Railroad in Morgan County, Illinois. And ironically, the guy who portrayed him in a play, I found this out the day I was supposed to present about this. The guy who portrayed Elihu in a play lived in the house I grew up in. And I was like, holy crap. Um, you know, like, what are the odds of that? Um, but I do think that he was the root of the party that led to the U.S. Civil War. That guy is the root of it and his church movement that he started, the congregational churches. Um, but, you know, it would be things like that that I would discuss. Um, and so it would be like the the history you didn't learn in school or the backstory to history or history secrets, maybe something like that. So anyway, um, I just wanted to share that and I hope you guys have a good day. This is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.